Lord God, you are the potter, we are the clay. You are the maker and we are the work of your hands. But more than this, so much more, you are our loving parent and we dare to come back to you even though we have at times abandoned your ways. Take the heavens apart if need be and let us see you, know you, and never lose you, that we might be mindful of you in all our ways. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer. You are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you. While you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, such as they had not heard of from of old. No ear has ever heard, no eye ever seen, any God but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and knowledge as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore, 
You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. When I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. An 80-year-old man went to his daughter's house for dinner, and uh, since there was still uh, plenty of time, he decided uh, to go for a walk in the neighborhood, so he told them he would be back, of course, for dinner. So, but, you know, time went by, and he wasn't coming back, so the family started to worry what happened to him. Uh, Sure enough, uh, eventually, after two hours, he came back, and they asked him, where were you, what happened? And he said, well... I uh, ran into an old buddy on mine and uh, started to talk, and he, would just, he just wouldn't stop listening. <laughs> so has it ever happened to you? <laughs> Perhaps it's the other way around. We, we, we run into someone who can't stop talking. But, of course, today we begin the season of Advent, and um, uh, the Lord speaks to us, uh, wants us to listen and to hear. Uh, listening means, uh, and when we re- hear that word in the Bible, means more with the outer ears. Hearing means more with the inner ears. So to listen and to hear what he's saying to us. Uh, it can make such a huge difference uh, between uh, you know, how this season uh, is or will not be. So this season of Advent, of course, uh, first of all, the word Advent means coming. So we are preparing to celebrate the coming of Christ as a baby when he was born in Bethlehem, but also for his second coming. That's why the scripture talks about being watchful, being alert, watching for the coming of Christ, uh, the, the second coming, when the judgment will take place. So today we heard in the first reading how to prepare for that. We heard that the Lord was compared, and this doesn't happen very often in the Bible to a father. The, Bible, the, the word, the word of the, from the book of the prophet Isaiah says, the Lord, Lord, you are the father, we are the clay. Why was God called the Father? Well, because of what people were experiencing in their lives. We always need to look at the, what was happening in people's lives, when, whether it's the Gospel or letters of St. Paul or whatever in the Bible, Old Testament writings, when they were written, what was going on in the world and in the lives of the chosen people. So they came home from after, the many, after many years of exile, and they found land, their chosen land, the promised land, destroyed. The temple was gone, their homes, their infrastructure was destroyed. So they felt like a lump of clay. And so they, they looked at the Lord as the Father, somebody who can form them, give them new shape, form them once again into the people they were called to be. So the Lord was the Father, is the Father. We can still use that image. We are the clay. Can the clay resist you know, when the, when the potter has it on the spinning wheel, it cannot. The potter has the power in his or hand, her hands to form it, to shape it, and to start over if they don't like what in, what's in front of them. So the Lord was saying, this is what I can do with you. Be that clay that is willing to be shaped, to be molded, molded into the design I have, for, I have in my mind for you. And people did. And they succeeded in rebuilding their lives, the temple and everything else. So, again, very helpful image. Now, in the second reading, Paul reminds us that 
we can never say that God has not blessed us with spiritual gifts. In fact, he says, no, we have been given many spiritual gifts. Every spiritual gift to accomplish the purpose, the meaning of our lives. And he was thankful to the Corinthians for doing that. Yes, sometimes they gave him headaches, but many times they responded very, very powerfully, very, very actively to the word that he preached to them. So in the gospel, Jesus uses the, the parable of being watchful, being alert. And he uses actually the word time. You don't know the time when the Lord of the house or when the uh, master will come. Now, when we ho hear the word time in the Bible, again, we, we must remember, it's not the time like when you look at your watch to see what time it is. Time in the Bible means many times special time, decisive moment. So the Lord was saying, you don't know the decisive moment in your life or moments because those decisive moments can be many in, throughout our lifetime. You don't know the decisive time. So that's why he said, you don't know when the Lord will be coming in the, in the evening, at midnight, at cock crow, or in the morning. And he used these four different times for a reason, because we know that when Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night before he died, it was at night. So he was arrested at that time. At midnight, the Sanhedrin gathered together to judge Jesus. At midnight, that at cock crow, what happened? Peter denied Jesus three times. And then finally in the morning, the Sanhedrin said, he deserves to die. So they sent him to Pilate, who of course confirmed their verdict and had him crucified. So four decisive moments in Jesus' lives. Yes, there were many others, but these were very decisive in terms of what am I going to do? Jesus had to ask, am I going to fight this? Am I going to escape? No, he didn't. Decisive moments. Are we ready for them? It's, it's, it makes such a huge difference when someone is waiting for something and anticipating something. We can wait for Christmas or we can anticipate Christmas makes big difference. There's a fable of four flowers and a butterfly. And sometimes in fables, animals and plants can talk. So this, this story is about four flowers, daisy, forget-me-not, buttercup, and violet. So if I forget these flowers, remind me of them, because <laughs> the, story, the story is kind of long. So there was this butterfly that had a beautiful meadow in front of him full of flowers. So he came and landed on, on one of them, the first one, Daisy. And he said, to, he said to her, don't you get tired sitting here in the same spot all day long? Don't you get bored? Wouldn't you like to fly about like I do? And the, and the Daisy looked at him and said, no. In fact, I, I, what I try to do is I look at the beautiful stars in the sky. And I love the stars. I can't get enough of them. So... The butterfly looked at her and said, wow, you, you kind of look like them, too. Then he continued and landed on for, uh, forget-me-not and said the same thing to her. Don't you get bored and tired of sitting here in the same spot all day long, all your life? And she said, no. In fact, what I do is I look at the beautiful sky. I can't get enough of it. I love it so much. And the butterfly said, wow, you kind of look like the, like the sky, beautiful blue color. Then the butterfly flew 
to the next flower, the, the um, buttercup, and again said, don't you get tired sitting here all day in the same spot? Wouldn't you want to fly about like me and explore the world? And the buttercup said, no. In fact, I love the sun. I can't get enough of it. I keep looking at it. So finally he went to Violet, sat on top of it, on top of her and said, don't you get tired and bored sitting here your whole life doing nothing? She said, no. In fact, I love the sunset and the beautiful blue and purple and violet colors that I can see there. And the butterfly looked at her and said, wow, you do look like the colors we see in the sunset, at the sunset. So when the night came, the, all the flowers were happy because they were like the things they loved most. And the butterfly concluded the same thing. Isn't it interesting that in this world, everyone grows up, everyone grows to be what they love most. So let that be true of us. Who do we love? What do we love most in our lives? Hopefully, it is the Lord our God, right? So, that if we love them that most, if we love Him most, then we should be like Him. And that's, of course, this, the challenge, not of the, just of the season of Advent, but the entire life. So, today, we, have, we were given a very specific parable of being watchful, being alert. Not just waiting, by, by anticipating. We know what the difference it makes. Maybe you've heard a couple of months ago, in, in the Philadelphia area, there was a prisoner who escaped. And the whole community was on high alert because he was very dangerous. The, the guard that was on watch in the watchtower was fired because he let this happen. They found out he was on his cell phone while on duty. So he was fired because he was not watchful and alert. And this bad thing happened. So we must remember what it means. Decisive moment. That's what time means for us. And, of course, we will soon start saying to each other, Merry Christmas, right? So when we say those words, what, we, what will they mean? Hopefully, they will not be just a prayer for good luck, but those words will be a statement of faith. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.